Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. And welcome to the Vans Warp Tour official podcast 2015. The date is Wednesday. The 22nd of July in the year 2015. How the fuck are you? Uh, I've got to keep my voice down because I'm in a hotel. And <laughs> I've got to keep my voice down because fucking numb nuts here. Me, I'm pointing at me, recorded the entire podcast last week uh, with the door open of the hotel and we got complaints so, see, it's going to happen now, isn't it? Um, so we're in a hotel from the hours of 3pm to 2am, then we get on a bus and drive to a place called Scranton, which I'm going to be honest with you, doesn't sound like it's going to be too nice. Um, <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, i got to keep my, i got to, I got to keep it down this week because I pissed off the hotel last week, the Holiday Inn, when, wherever we were, um, and uh, how? What's going on? How are you? How's your week been? Have you been coming to the uh, the Warp Tour, the Vans Warp Tour, two thousand fifteen, and watching the bands, or are you just listening to this because you, you know you got nothing to do and your phone's open and you found the podcast app and you typed in the words "excitable boy podcast" or "Vans Warp Tour" on a whim? The chances of that are quite thin. Um, what's going on? Uh, my feet. This is something no one tells you about the Warp Tour. I'm giving you some back, serious backstage gossip right now, right? My feet are disgusting. And I'll take part of the blame for it because I only took one pair of shoes to America and there are Doc Martens boots and my feet are basically rotting. Uh, it's kind of like uh, in the war, in the trenches. I've kind of got gangrene. Um, except I'm playing in a punk band, not getting shot at by Nazis every day. Um, yeah, what's going on? Hang on a minute. I want to tell you where we've been in the last week. Hang on a sec. I got, I got it down here somewhere. Okay, so in the last week, we played in Mansfield, Massachusetts, Boston. Um, and it was one of the best shows. I think it was one of the best shows of my life. Like, New York was amazing. Boston was... Those are the two standout shows for me so far. Boston. Basically, angry cities um, have been really good to us. And uh, Darien Center, New York. And then the Riverbend Music Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. And then we went up to Canada, which it took us four hours to get into Canada. And then four hours to get out, thanks to criminal records of other people on our bus. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna point fingers or name names at anyone, but Alvarez Kings, who are on the Vans Warp Tour, really screwed us over. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like those guys a lot. Um, then we did. Then we spent four hours getting out of Toronto, where it just pissed it down the whole day. Uh, and then we played in Columbia, MD. I think that means Maryland. And then yesterday was Holmdel, New Jersey, which was. 
probably the sweatiest I've ever been in my life. It's sort of like I felt like I was in a swimming pool all day, except instead of it being water, it was ball sweat. Um, uh, and then we got a day off. We had a day off today in Gettysburg, which um, there was like a, I think there was a civil war here. And I asked Kevin Lyman this morning uh, what the uh, what the deal is, because we went to plant trees and got up at 7 a.m. and uh, planted trees for all the fallen soldiers in the Civil War, which, as an English person, I know absolutely nothing about, um, because I'm English and they don't teach us the Civil War in England, because pff, who cares? And... And, um, <laughs> uh, and it's something to do with the North and the South, and then people with, like, with plus fours and beards, and then they fell and were shot because of slaves something like that I'm not in, I'm not entirely sure but then we got up this morning and we planted some trees in their honour um, which uh, when I got up at 7am this morning I didn't think that by 9am I would have seen quite so much horse shit uh, but I'm going to be honest with you uh, the smell of manure um, is much better than the normal warp tour smell which is portaloos and body odour so the smell of shit was a welcome break from piss and sweat. <laughs> uh, and it was pretty cool. We got up and then I saw the place where um, Abraham Lincoln uh, did the Gettysburg Address, which I only really know what the Gettysburg Address is because I saw a video of Louis C.K. And, and Jerry Seinfeld doing it. Um, but from what I gather, it's a pretty famous speech that the president, um, Abraham Lincoln, did before he went to the cinema and got shot, I think. That's how it goes. He went to see Ant-Man. Someone walked in with a, some garden shears and, I don't know, I cut his beard off and then he died. I don't know. I don't honestly know. I think he may have been shot. Um, and uh, saw some of that. Saw all the graves of the unnamed soldiers, which was pretty uh, moving. Um, and I stank of horse shit the whole time. Uh, what else have I learned this week on the Vans Warp Tour? Uh, I learned in Canada that going on stage and saying we used to own this country doesn't go down too well. Um, I learned something called uh, cheese gricks, uh, which is like, here's the thing, like, I've, I've been talking about it a lot on this podcast. Um, America likes to put and I'm not criticizing the country. I'm just criticizing the cheese in this country. You guys put too much cheese on your stuff. And I've been saying it on every episode. And I kind of felt like maybe I was getting away from it the last week because I haven't seen cheese everywhere on in every meal. Uh, and um, I had a dish the other day called Cheese Griggs, which I was told was like a local delicacy of, I don't know where we were. All the towns sort of melt into one. And... Um, it was like basically a breakfast dish that is melted cheese. Essentially, it's like porridge but with cheese in it. So America, you've got to you've got to make a change, guys. You've got to sort it out. You've got to stop putting cheese in everything. It's fucking disgusting. Um, what else have I learned? Um, oh yeah, check this out. So we were in Cincinnati. This is one of the things that happens on the, on the Warp Tour that would only happen when you're on tour. It's one of those rare occurrences 
where I thought we were going to be murdered, but it turned out to just be a guy doing a really good deed. So um, our bus broke down the other day uh, because our bus driver got fired, which I'll I'll go into that. And um, our bus broke down, so Warp Tour gave us like a, a hotel room for the day. Uh, so after the show, we got a Uber taxi over to this hotel. It's like 20 minutes from the venue, so we could shower and shit and shave and masturbate and then go back on the bus. And um, uh, the cab driver, the Uber driver, was this guy called Mike. And uh, he was driving us over from, I think we were in Cincinnati, I think, and then we crossed over into like Kentucky, I think, if that makes sense. And then, um, so we're driving to this hotel and he starts asking us if we've ever had any like Cincinnati delicacies. And we were like, no. And he's like, ah, oh, you got to try this dish. And it was like basically spaghetti bolognese with cheese on it. Cheese again. And um, he drops us off at the hotel and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go to this. I've got to keep my voice down. There's someone standing outside the room. Hang on, I'm going to go check if it's uh, hotel staff, if they're going to bollock me. Give me one sec. Okay, I think we're good. I think we're in the clear, guys. I think we made it. Um, and uh, I, th- I can hear the like the sound of a walkie-talkie outside the door. <laughs> so I'm gonna get in trouble in a sec. Anyway, so this cab driver takes us to uh, the hotel, and he and he as we arrive at the hotel, he's like, "Hey, what's your room number?" And I was like, uh, "I don't want to give it to you because you're gonna come in and stab us." And um, he's like, "I'm gonna go get you some dinner." So he. Um, Drops us off. We go up to the room. Like 20 minutes later, he turns up with like four massive dishes of spaghetti bolognese and four hot dogs with cheese on it. Fucking cheese, guys. You're putting too much cheese on everything. I'm I'm not even criticizing you. I just, I'm worried about your cholesterol and your arteries. Arteries? One is your veins. One is people with arrows. And uh, he brings us fucking dinner, right? And then we try and pay him. He's like, no, 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 you need to experience this. Like, you need to experience this local delicacy. So we tipped him. Like, We gave him like $20, which was probably more than the food cost. And then um, had a shower. And then we went down into the lobby to get a taxi back to the, uh, to the bus. And he was just waiting in the lobby for us. And then he took us back and he didn't charge us. So, I mean, maybe if you work for Uber, you should fire him. But, <laughs> But... Unbelievable. What an amazing experience. And that kind of stuff is, can only really happen out here. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, I should tell you about the show this week. Boy, what a show we have here this week. I interviewed... Uh, I got some good shit this week. I interviewed BB Rexa. I interviewed Kaya Stewart. I interviewed Say We Can Fly. And I interviewed Baby Baby, who are um, one of my favorite bands. One of my favorite bands on the Warp Tour, man! On the Warp Tour, Southern California, punk rock. And, um, yeah, uh, what else? What else has happened this week? Our bus driver... Our bus driver either quit or got fired. I guess somewhere between blowing out two tires, hitting two deer, never filling up any water on the bus, and, uh... Generally just getting everyone in trouble all the time. Someone either decided that he... Or he either quit or he got the sack. So we have a new driver. So bye-bye, Sarge. It was fun while it lasted, Sarge. You're a good guy. I'm sorry it didn't work out. And we have a new driver called Les, who is, uh, who's awesome. Um, so now we're driving up and down the country with a new driver. It's uh, pretty good. Anyway, I want to crack on with the show. 
Uh, what else? I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of what else has happened. I um, we're going to the A. I think with the APMAs, which Weezer are playing at. Get to see one of my uh, one of my heroes, one of my favourite bands play. Um, all part of the this is all part of the Warp Tour package. They they treat you pretty well out here. So let's crack on with the interviews. Um, I'm going to start with Baby Baby, who are. They're a band on the Kevin Says stage on the Warp Tour. This is the thing with the Warp Tour is you know there's all these big bands headlining, and then you go to the sort of smaller stages and you just find these amazing acts that you've never heard of, and they're kind of like in the you know in the starting stages or of their careers and you know the Warp Tour is like a huge launching platform for a lot of bands and um, Baby Baby have definitely become like one of my favorite bands on the tour and this interview is particularly good because I think the Cincinnati show I can't remember which which show it was Darien New York or maybe it was Cincinnati but one of those shows there was a like a fairground I don't know what you call it in America like a you know like roller coasters and water parks and all that shit and they kept it open for all the bands so once the day was finished you could go around and uh, ride the rides for free and uh, Baby Baby had the idea that I had to interview them for the podcast on a moving roller coaster so this is pretty exciting and um, (laughs) I think it came out pretty good you can hear me screaming for my life at about 17 moments during this two minute long interview so let's start with this this is me on a roller coaster interviewing Baby Baby Okay, hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Excitable Boy Vans Warped Tour 2015 podcast. And where are we, Josh? I'm here with Baby Baby. Fontes, say hi. We're we're on a roller coaster. (laughs) For so long. Oh, no. It's literally on my bucket list. Oh, boy. This is a go on a roller coaster with Ted. Alright, I'm gonna try and conduct this right. like a regular interview. Alright, what you got? How long have you guys been together? We've been together for about six years. How did you get on the Warp Tour? Uh, we have really good managers and agents. And Kevin Lyman likes us. Shout out. Fontes, how you feeling? This is not chill, bro. Unchill? Oh my god. Oh, We're pretty high right now. Oh, Oh, we're coming up to the beach. <laughs> drunk, by the way. Can I say that? We're all drunk. Here we go. Oh, shit. Okay, here we go. <laughs> all right, here we go. We're going around the corner. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, shit, Show me your musical influence. Who are your musical influences? Keep the on. Bad brains. Wow, let's see. Um, you really like um, um, Manchester Orchestra? Yeah. Black Lips? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Is it still going? It's still recording. Okay. Right. Oh, what's shit. The, what's the next question? Okay. What instrument do you play in the bar? Get me back. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, what? Uh, wait. I think that's it. Oh, no, it's not it. What instrument do you play in the That's it, we survived. That was, that was a good one, that was a good one. Oh, and this concludes. Very we got a new album coming out. <laughs> Alright, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> the Vans Warp Tour 2015 podcast. How about that? I think that's an interview first. I don't think there's ever been... I think there's probably been an interview on a roller coaster before, but I don't know if there's ever been a podcast on a roller coaster before, so I think that's a world first. What do we do next? Let's do Kaya Stewart. Kaya Stewart's a newcomer 
to the Warp Tour. She started last week and she's doing the rest of the tour. And get this, she's she's 15. Yeah, she's just started the tour and I wanted to interview her before she really got into it and she was still like kind of wide-eyed. What did he say? White, fresh-eyed and bushy-tailed? Wide-eyed and bushy-tailed? I don't know, sprightly. Well, she was still sprightly. And um, yeah, she's been... Uh, I, it's pretty fun. It's, it's interesting seeing people come onto the tour because, you know, you feel like you know a bit more than them because you know that they need to get there early and, and set their merch up and you kind of end up... I think you kind of... All the bands want to help these newcomers to settle in and stuff. Yeah, she's been killing it. Here's me chatting to Kaya Stewart. End up to do these? No, so basically I've I've had a comedy podcast in England for about a year. No way! And then um, when we got announced that the Kenneths were doing the tour, I realised that, because vans are like, or the Warped Tour is like super social media savvy. Like they yeah. have like everything. They've got fucking millions of followers on everything. Yeah, I'm doing awful. They've been telling me. They're like, yeah. you really need to step it up. So. <laughs> Mine's really bad as well. Yeah. But um, I realized that they didn't have a podcast, so I just emailed them and was like, I, I'm going to be doing my podcast in America anyway, because it's a weekly show. Why don't, yeah. you, why don't you just let me slap the band's logo on it, and it can be the official podcast, and I'll interview all the bands. Boom! And they were like, yep, yeah, fine. So. Well, there you go. Vans Warped Tour That's podcast. That's how you do it. All right. Hello. Welcome to the Vans Warped Tour official podcast 2015. Kai Stewart's here. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all, I'm good. I'm wet. I'm not doing good really. It took like nine hours to get into Canada. It did, and then we had to cross the border, so that was interesting too. Yeah, and one of the guys on our bus has a criminal record, so we spent. A Wait, so so there's a guy on our bus. Did you get Did you get our interrogated? Driver, no, our driver had to. We had to switch drivers because ours no couldn't way. get into Canada. Yeah. What was his conviction? Well, um, I think it was assaulting a Canadian cop. <laughs> there's no way he's getting in there, yeah, is it? Yeah, so there's no way he's getting into Canada. <laughs> so you've got like a day driver for today? Yeah. Oh, man. I just, I, I mean, you're not allowed to sell merch here. You, you have to, they, they like up the taxes, don't yeah, they? Yeah, well, we, it was the most difficult thing to get into Canada because we had to look like these innocent, super sweet people yeah. wearing all black and studs and chains and it <laughs> whatever was, it is it was we wear. Like selling your t-shirts you're not allowed to do. We, I almost they didn't... considered selling merch to the people over there just because I was like, we have so much in the back and do you mind buying a t-shirt for us? It was hard, like getting out all our cocaine and heroin in was so yeah, easy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was really oh, easy really but easy? the t-shirts were a nightmare. Oh god, yeah. Alright, okay. Um, you are the youngest person on this whole tour. I am. By quite a long way. By quite a long way. You're eight it. years old. I'm, <laughs> I'm six years old, and it is <laughs> such insane. a struggle. Yeah. You're 15. Yeah, I'm 15. That's I like, think the second oldest is 18. I mean, the second youngest is yeah, 18. Yeah, uh, um, Paris, Ansley. Right? No, Ansley from Jewel Vera. Oh, no way. Wait, who's Paris? They're another band. I think she's 18, too. No, she's not 18. Yeah. No, she's not. Someone told me that the other day. No way is she 18. She is. Really? Yeah. I don't buy that. I reckon she's at least 23. Oh, either way. She's but the singer cool. from Jewel Vera's just turned 18. Oh, no way. But you're still youngest by three years. That's true. Wow. Is that not a kind of a nerve-wracking thing? I mean, do you, do you know how crazy it is to be on the Warp Tour at 15 years old? Um, That's not normal. It's a little weird. I think the, the tour I did before this, I was, I think, the second oldest. Or something? No, I was the I was I was like everybody was around the same age, because it was a high school tour where uh -huh. we would tour high schools. But I think I've just I've loved Warp Tour ever since I was so young, and I think we went. No, but you are so young, Kaya. I am still so young. How, I started going to Warp Tour like two years ago. Okay, who did you so, see? Um, I think I well the last one I went to I was in Pomona, 
Okay. And I saw a few bands actually. Fit for a King. Nice. That was cool. Uh-huh. I saw Metro Station. Nice. That was they're cool. So, yeah, year. they're all. They, everyone's here. So that, was that must be cool. cool to be on the same festival as some of your favorite bands, right? It is pretty cool. I think. I mean, my genre is so different than all the other bands here that mm-hmm. I. Th- it, I just think this. It's cool that Warp Tour is now having some. You missed the Pomona show though. I did miss that which show. Which was one of the most like intimidating shows of my life. It was? Well, no one told me when the tour started that it was like this, um, well, no, no, like, because basically the, the Pomona show, from what I gather, it was, it was basically in a dust bowl. It was, it was so hot out there. Yeah, and it's a, this crazy dry heat, which I'm not used to being English. Yeah, well, I'm English too, <clears throat> it's awful. You are English. Yeah, it's awful, all this. English accent. No, I don't anymore, because I moved to America when I was five years old, so... Um, are both your parents English? Yeah, they're both English. Okay. But you, and you were born in England? Born in England. Whereabouts? Surrey, nice. which is like outside of London. I know where Surrey is. I'm explaining to the people listening to... To the American listeners. Yeah, to your podcast. Yes. But, yeah, so I think... I mean, I'm, it's so hot over there. We were in the desert. Dude, I also heard... For the people it, walking around, yeah. it was even hot. I can't even imagine. And like, there was no shade, there. and it was the first show, and I was like, oh my God, is every show going to be this dusty and dry? Yeah. And like, no one was like, oh, by the way, some of the other venues are beautiful. <laughs> You know? No, no, no one, one was me. making you feel better about this. And um, and I also found out that it was um, it was an internment camp in the Second World War as well. It's where they like locked up all the Japanese people after Pearl Harbor. It was so hot over there. Oh, dude, it was insane. Okay, so Zom, you wake up tomorrow morning, right? Yeah. Let's say you're not on tour. I'm you're not. Ho- on you're tour. at home. Okay. In where do you live? L.A. Okay, you wake up tomorrow. Everyone's gone. No people anywhere. Right? It's okay, the like zombie apocalypse. apocalypse. Okay. Yeah. There's zombies everywhere. Trust me, I know what I mean. No one's in the house. I've been waiting for someone to ask me right? this question. I want to know, because okay. I've got my shit planned out. Mine's all And I've been out. asking some of the other bands, and I feel like they haven't got their shit together. Well, then we need to start a cult. What would, you, what, do you do? What, do you, what would you do? Um, first of all, I read somewhere that if what, zombies can't swim. So I would get in my car, drive to the ocean, get a bomb-ass boat, and, lit- yeah, just... Live in the ocean Ride for the it rest out. of my life. Have you seen Castaway by Tom H- with Tom Hanks? Is that with the volleyball with the face? Yes, yes I have seen. So it. you'd basically do that. You'd be on a raft. Yeah, but I feel like if there was no one on the planet, I'm sure I'd find someone. So well, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd I think you'd be hand. diminishing your chances by being in the ocean, though, right? No, because I feel like there's other people who'd have that idea, and they might be like sailing along. And they might what are you gonna do for supplies? Like, um, I can eat fish. Can you? Can you fish? Yes. I can now. I've decided. <laughs> I guess you'd learn pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, living in the ocean, I mean, I'm sure I'll see you there, so that won't be a problem. I My my plan is uh, board up, just stay where I am, board everything up. Maybe that try means maybe. you'll have a deficiency of vitamin D. That's very true, but I live in London, so everyone has a deficiency That's of true. vitamin D. Well, I think that, oh, vitamin D. Vitamin D. Sorry. Um, no, you need to, yeah, just go into a, just like a Walmart, buy 100 packs of vitamin D. And board yourself up. That's I would, or plan. I'd maybe try and find my mum, which I get in a lot of trouble for saying that for, like, mummy's boy. Aww. But I'd probably try and get to my mum as well. I'd probably try and find my mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your mum in LA? Yeah, she is in LA. Ah, oh, you'd be fine then. Yeah, I think we're... But what happened to there's no one in the planet? Well, you... No, no one there when you wake up, but you have to go find them. Oh! They Are they go. all, like, all of them, like... Who knows? They might be a zombie. You just don't know yet. You just don't know. But there's zombies everywhere. Why didn't I just text them or call them? Because uh, all the everything's down, all technology's gone. Everything's gone. We're back to basically what it's like in Canada today: no phone reception anywhere. Yeah, imagine Canada. 
With no people. <laughs> and zombies. That is the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> All right, well, I am going to come watch you play tomorrow in... Aww. I don't know. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And where we I are actually, tomorrow. I have no idea where we're going. So. It's all, everything's melting together. Yeah, into I think like we're in one giant city. It's very, very so, strange. Yeah. All right, thanks for being on it. Boom. <laughs> Yay. I think we're in New Jersey. Thanks, Kaya Stewart. Now let's do um, BB Rexa. Um, okay, I have to uh, be honest with you here. I may have accidentally deleted half of this interview. And I'm too nervous to ask BB Rexa if we can do the interview again because she seems like she's really busy and she's on, you know, she's on like the main stage. And um, I don't want to come across as unprofessional by saying, hey, I accidentally deleted half the interview because I'm an amateur. Uh, can we do it again? So I've avoided doing that. So I'm going to play you half <laughs> of an interview with BB Rexa. And uh, if you're listening to this like, and you like her and you're a fan of hers, please don't tweet her or Instagram her and tell her that I lost half the fucking interview because it's going to make me look like a royal prick. Um, but the half the interview we got was really good. The second half was even better, but you're not going to get that. So here's the first half of the interview with BB Rexa. Basically what happened was, was I was recording her and I'm a, I'm a professional, so I record all of my interviews on an iPhone 4 with the voice notes. Uh, it's pretty high tech. And um, halfway through the interview, I realized that I'd somehow turned the flashlight on of on the phone. So I just turned it off quickly and pressed record again. And somehow it didn't record or I lost it. I don't know. I don't know what happened. My phone got hacked and someone wanted half a BB Rexer interview. I don't know. But anyway, here is half the interview. And please don't tell her that I lost half of it. Okay, BB Rexer, hello. Hi. All right. You wake up tomorrow morning. Okay. The zombie apocalypse has happened. It's the end of the world. Everyone's gone. What's your exit strategy? My exit strategy? What would you do? Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't. Where, where would I go? Exactly. You wake up. Okay, you're not, you're not on the Vans Warped Tour. Hypothet it's a hypothetical situation. You can be in your house. Is, it, is everybody, is like my family dead too? You don't know. There's no internet. There's no phones. I don't know. At that point, it's like, do you hide or do you, or do you, I don't, I, don't, I, would, well, I, I would find, I would find like knives and shit. 
I mean, that's terrible, but I would have to save myself, right? Exactly. And I would just get my friggin' Lara Croft on and friggin' put my hair in a... I mean, you've survived, so I would maybe the place oh, you're in is a safe they, place. Are they still alive? Are the zombies still alive? Oh, there's zombies everywhere. Shit, I would find a safe place. I would friggin', like... But I would, I would make sure there's an escape, you know, a sick place. Like, I don't know, like a panic room or some shit. And I would friggin', like, rob a st- store and get tons of food, put it in there, and just try to find my family somehow. And then just fucking, like, live there and then learn how to kill zombies. I don't know. That freaks me out. Would you board know. your house up? I, I don't even know if that would help. I don't know. I would board my house, but... I, I, would, I definitely board everything up. What would you do? I, I mean, I don't even know how I'd get to a store. That's my main thing, is, like, how I would get enough stuff to survive. I would go to, like, a CVS or something and, like... I'm English. What's a CBS? Um, it's like a Walgreens. I'm English. What's a Walgreens? <laughs> um, it's like a Dwayne and Reed. Is that like a Walmart or a Target? Yeah, it's like a Walmart Target. It's a Walmart or Target, but it's way smaller. It's I'd go to a Walmart because I went in one and they had guns. That'd be so sick if you could take over a Walmart. Yes. And lock the Walmart down. Put up a Walmart. And just it's a bit big, though. I know, they could pop up anywhere. I don't want a small space, like an attic Are, or a treehouse. Do zombies hate something in particular? You. Oh, okay, then I'm good. I'm lucky. That's excellent. I would, honestly, I would actually just have them make me eat. Like, I would become a zombie. That's it. Really? You'd give in to it? Yeah, i just give in to it. You're Fuck. the first person that said that. Really? I'd just become a zombie, and then I'd find a zombie boyfriend and just have zombie kids. I'm going to give Your you... Your amazing. Thank you very much. It's, what does fleek mean? Um, like, it's just perfect. Like, eyebrows on fleek, hair on fleek, body on fleek. Just, like, on fleek. Like, the shit. Like... Perfect. Thanks, so is yours. Thanks. But it's a bit empty to return one compliment with another compliment. It is. That means it wasn't real. You have nice eyes. Well, thank you. Uh, where are you from? I'm from New York City. I was born in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and then my family um, was tired of being so tight in like such a tight space, so they got a house in Staten Island with a lot of land. Nice. Not a lot of land, just whatever, you know, more than like 10 feet. Okay, we rob a bank together. Okay. Where are you going to hide your share of the money? Uh, you can't get it needs to be somewhere where you're not going to get caught I mean I don't know a fucking guitar case how much money is it two million I mean we could we could I mean in between my luggage and my tour luggage I don't know where would you hide it fuck These I think I would hide mine a fridge a fridge fr- yeah but you not think if the fuzz come around they're gonna, that's the, fir- the, the police that's the first place they're going to look I don't think that's the first place they're going to look I think I'd go rogue microwave, and microwave I think I'd put mine in my roof tiles, like in between. I'd slot it in. I'd go up. A lot of people do. All right, okay. Uh, Invisibility or flight? I'm going to give you one of those two magical powers. Which would you take? Um, Flight, because I hate flying, and I've had and I've had like really crazy flying. Well, I only hate flying because I've had some fucked up experiences, like really messed up experiences, and I would like to fly so that if that shit, if any of my planes ever go down, I could fly off the plane. Okay, what if you could only fly as fast as you can run? I don't know where I would, then I'm fucked. It would kind of suck, right? Because if you wanted to go on holiday, you'd be like, okay, well, I'm just going to fly to Paris. It takes too long. It'd take like it's three days. More than that. Yeah. I don't run that fast. <laughs> it would take me like a month. Yeah, okay. You wouldn't want to go invisibility. I think as a self-conscious man, I'd probably take that. Why? Why would you want to do that? Well, I'm a small little guy. I'd want to... not small. I don't, yeah, I am. I want to hear what people think about me. What? No, come on, dude. You're not small. Top three Disney films. Um, is Little Mermaid well, You know what kids' films? Favorite films that when you were a kid? Um, I watched The Little Mermaid okay. a lot. Um, can I say Barney or no? No, it's not a film. <sighs> well, no, there was a Barney movie. Okay, I'll say the Barney movie because I love Barney. It was my favorite. Really? Yeah, I fucking love Barney. It's so scary. I just, do you not know, just think when they rolled cut, like, 
Barney was just snorting coke and fucking hookers. I didn't see that. No, but I love Barney. So even if, I mean, Barney was a shit. Um, what else did I really like? Um, I was a weird kid because I didn't really like much stuff. But uh, I liked, um, what's the guy with the little, does that have to be a cartoon or it could be a kid's film? We had like a, a horn. Oompa Loompa. Uh, not Oompa Loompa. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Um, fuck. The guy with the little rascals. Oh, okay. What, the football team? No, when he, when he, like, excuse me, what was the guy's name, the little kid's name with, the, like, the hair? Alpha Alpha. Alpha Alpha. Alpha. Oh, oh, Michael Goes West. Yes. The, the mouse. No, no the little rascals, the little rascals. Oh, 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 oh. oh the little rascals, the one with the hair. Alpha Alpha. Was it Alpha, Alpha. Yeah, Alpha Alpha. Alpha was the mouse in an American tale. No, 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 no. Alpha Alpha was the little rascals. Is this a real person or a cartoon? Alpha is my favorite movie. It's just the only one I can think of right now, okay? I can do, I can quote all of the Little Mermaid soundtrack, start what? to finish. No, 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 no. But I, uh, it's... That's Aladdin. Oh, ah, rumbled. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, I I'll like give Aladdin. you the first line. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? I'm going to make you president tomorrow. What's the first thing you'd legalize? The first thing I would legalize, um, I think that if you could go to war at 18, I would let you drink at 18. We can drink at 18 in England. Oh, you can? Yeah. I mean, you can drink at 15 if you're with your family. How weird is that? I mean, I mean, I don't know how weird that is. I feel like if I, I don't want to like say too much because I might change my mind in the future when I have kids and stuff. But I feel like um, the more you, the more you are not allowed to have something, the more you want it. You know what I mean? So I feel like yes. So if I feel like I, if I, you know, my mom was that cool mom. Like she would, she was strict. Don't get me wrong, conservative, but she would never like. I don't know. She never like gave me crazy ass rules, and I think I turned out pretty okay. I think so um, and I never did anything really crazy in my life um, but uh, I would honestly if you could go fight for our country I would let you I mean you should be able to fucking buy, get a beer at the bar yeah do a shot yeah exactly you know I'm not, I'm not really that was, I'm not used to those answers I'm bored I'm like great at the other inspirational pretty abrupt ending there that's what happens when you are pretty much an amateur at everything that you do in your life um, okay so now uh, say we can fly uh, Braden, Canadian guy, super lovely, uh, super sweet. Um, it's mind-blowing to me that anyone could sort of uh, make it through this tour as a solo artist. It's um, it's pretty grueling out here, but um, absolutely sweetheart. And uh, he's on the acoustic basement stage, but uh, I mean the guy's huge. The guy's a, he's like one. He's I think he's probably the biggest person on that stage. I don't know, but uh, here we go. Here's Braden from Say We Can Fly. All right, Braden, Say We Can Fly. How you doing? Good man, it was a long day, but I'm glad it's almost done. You have to forgive me if I'm not 100% my normal vibrant self. I've just eaten about four tons of Domino's pizza. Yeah, man, it smelled pretty good. They delivered it straight to our bus. Yeah, dude. Well, and that's awesome because normally they don't deliver to the venues. Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna vomit anytime yeah. soon. Um, yeah, man. So, okay, just give give the give the listeners a bit of background information as to the shit show that was today. <sighs> the shit show that was today, man. Well, I mean, it's the Vans Warped tour. We, yeah. have, you know, it was amazing. It was, but but today was a little warm. You know, we're in New, are we in New Jersey. Yeah, and uh, I think everyone was just a little worn out, man. It seemed like anyway. But uh, I mean, I had a pretty good day, man. Like, yeah, I just I spent all day pretty much just like walking around at my tent, just like. Doing some shit, everyone's just always doing shit, man. That's it's been pretty non-stop since uh, I feel like Canada kind of drained everyone a little Definitely, bit. Definitely, man. Yeah, everyone having to cross the border and stuff. And Did you have any trouble getting over? No, I mean, well, luckily I live there, so they kind of just let me back in. 
But uh, going to the U.S., they always kind of, like, question me a little. Yeah. Because when I was, like, a couple of years ago, I'm, like, my first U.S. tour I was supposed to do was with a guy named Brian Stars. It's one of his tours, and I didn't have a work visa. So I went to the border, and I told them I wasn't getting paid, but they didn't believe me. So they sent me home, and ever since that, they have like, a little flag by my name, I guess. They pulled me aside. And oh, so do you get questioned every time every you cross? Time, man. Treat me like I'm smuggling drugs or something. It's a very hard country to get into. It is, man. Like, even for the Kenneths, like... Our visa process was six months. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I had to retrieve like every poster, flyer, press clipping of everything I'd ever done. Yep. Um, just to get over here, and then like going into Canada was easy, but getting back over was like it took us four hours. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's a, yeah, and they're always like pretty intimidating there too. But I just sort of I picture them wearing like Hawaiian like tourist shirts, and it kind of helps me. <laughs> it's like they're just dads, you know? They're just dudes. Like. One of the guys on our bus, they he had a work visa for America, but they tore it up in front of him. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he got over, and they were like, okay, you can come back in, but we're tearing up your work visa, and you can't work here again. Really? Yeah. It's so, pretty so crazy. Is he, like, banned after the tour? Dude, I think so. That's terrible, man. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. I don't get it. So how's the tour been thus far? It's been good, man. It's It's been, like, probably the best experience in my life so far Me like too, I feel yeah. like just as a person I've learned a lot just about myself and about other people and as a musician too I feel like I've you know I've, you're kind of forced to like spend time with your music and yet you have to get better at it and I think what I've learned is that um, you know on a tour like this and I think you know I should apply this to any future tours like you have to kind of be confident with what you're doing you gotta be okay with who you are and I feel like that's what makes it work, man, is everyone's just yeah. doing their own thing. And I feel like that's what makes you stand out, is exactly. being yourself out here, yeah, you know? exactly, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. What's the, uh, how do you find it, like, um, being a, because, you know, my band, there's three of us, there's three of us to do everything. Yeah. So if one of us is manning the merch tent, one of us can go get lunch, one of us can go do interviews, but you're out on your, on your own, right? I actually brought two dudes out with me. Yeah. Um, so my uh, tour manager and, and someone to help sell merch. And, but we, I mean... He, they both like you know do everything equally and like I'll help them like load stuff and um, but it's, I wouldn't be able to survive on my own definitely. It's I'm pretty crazy, right? Those dudes with me, yeah. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so can we talk about the epitaph? Yeah, we can. So you just signed to Epitaph, is that right? Did, yes, yes. That's insane. I mean, it's yeah, it's cool, dude. I mean, again, like it's kind of hard for me, weird for me to talk about because you know for the last seven years I've done this like independently, but. At the same time, the only reason I did, you know, want to work with them is because, you know, I was able to wait. You know, I did turn down some labels, and, you know, I feel like I established it enough that I was able to get, you know, a deal that worked for me. And, you know, Epitaph's a label that I've always really liked, and I've always thought they were very good at what they do. Um, so I'm excited, man. Again, like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I think I, you know... It's I such a cool... I mean, the legacy of that label... Yeah. As, as A is an independent artist and B is like anything kind of punk rock related it's Definitely, like man. were there any like man they put out so many albums Dude, yeah, so of many. bands that are the reason that I'm here yep. you know Dude, I feel you, man. and then they have Anti as well yeah. which has got like well, they've got Tom Waits man they've Dude, got Nick yeah, Cave and, and again like you know sometimes like in the past I've like you know worked with people just because they're associated with big names yeah. and I've learned that that doesn't always matter nope but <laughs> the cool thing about you know Epitaph is, is that the, the, you know, the, really, the the first thing they ever talked to me about were the songs I was writing. It wasn't like my social media. It wasn't. It was like they they liked my music and they liked my songs. And I think creatively, they kind of understand what I'm going for. Mm. And I think they like that I've done it on my own so far. So it's just good vibes, man. So I'm just I just went for it. 
I'm really excited. All right, well, one question I've been asking everyone yep. on uh, this week's show is, um, if you woke up tomorrow, right, and you, let's say you're home in your bed and uh, you're not on this tour, right, you wake up at home, you're in your bed, you go onto the streets, it's the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Right, there's zombies everywhere, everyone you know is gone, no internet, no electricity. What's your exit strategy? I don't know if I'd have one, dude. I think... Well, you've got to fucking come up with one right now. I, I, dude, I mean... Who do you live with? I live with my, my friend and his family. Okay. So, I mean, if they're all... Go I mean, I live in, like, a forest. Let's say they're there, just Let's to make the there. situation easier. Well, I don't know, dude. First of all, I'd probably definitely, like, try to stock up on some pizza and, like, you know, head into town, go over to Pizza Hut and get some other... Some hot dog pizza. Yeah, man. I've never, you know... In Canada, we don't really have guns. Yeah, at least, you know, yeah, really. yeah, so I, mean, I can't say I would be good with, with that. Um, so I'd probably just, you know, depending how fast they were, I'd probably just try to keep building like a tree house that just got taller and taller every day. Something like that. I don't know, man. Just keep it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Before they climbed up, just like I'd keep building it, you know? I can't remember who I was talking to the other day, but they said that they'd... Oh, it was Kaya Stewart. She said she'd find a boat and then just go out into the sea. And I was like, that's just the dumbest idea I've ever heard yeah, in my life. Like, a peaceful way to die, I guess, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might try to, like, boat it over to New Zealand and go find the Shire and just, like, build a <laughs> hobbit hole or something. I don't know, man. All right, okay, one more question. Uh, and you, I know you might be slightly biased because of the name of your act, but if I'm going to give you the power of flight or the power of invisibility, which one are you going to go for? Definitely invisibility, man. Yeah? I hate flying. I hate it. And, uh... But do you not think being able to fly would maybe bypass the? Because my might. my yeah. fear of flying is um, is the the fact that it's man-made. Like the idea, like so. Let's say one airplane. It probably takes two hundred people to build that airplane, right? And the thing I can't get my head around every time I get in an airplane is that everyone was having a great day and did their job right. Exactly right. You <laughs> know, what, like how yeah. did Barry, who was like had an argument with his wife. Had traffic into work and had to screw that wing on. It, it's a lot of trust, man. To, yeah. to believe that people are, you know, actually like better than you are, and like actually know how to just like put all their shit aside and build an airplane, man. Like the older I get, I've developed this fear of uh, uh, buildings falling on me. I don't know if this makes any sense, but like when I walk past any building, I always just think that a roof tiles. Like I, I'll, I'll walk like the edge of the pavement everywhere I go. Because oh, like, same reason, I don't understand how everyone did their job right. No, man. Dude, yeah. I mean, I look at a lot of things that we've made, and it's like, dude, how did humans do that? Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah dude, I, I don't know, man. But I think really, I just like to, it'd, it'd be cool to not have to be seen by people you don't want to be seen by. As a Canadian, what do you think of the uh, food game in this country? Dude, that I'm be honest, man. I didn't really know what to think about it, but I remember one time on a tour, I was in, like really sick, and I was laying down in the van. And we were driving it. All I saw was just food signs, and it made me actually throw up because there was so much all the time. I mean, you know, it's good, but I, you know, I kind of prefer like you know, I've been, you know, I've been in the UK and just like the food there. It's like it's more like I feel like there's more love put into it, you know. And it's not just like a whole bunch of shit. You can go I guess because like, this country's so big, is it's yeah, like exactly, man. there's a lot of people. Yeah, man, a lot of shit. Yeah. But I dig it, man. There's pizza. So. Where did you buy? Where did you? When did you do the UK last? Um, it was in uh, February. I did. A couple oh, so really there. recently? Yeah, yeah. It was my first time. It was my only time over there. Where did you do in uh, London? Um, we did the O2 Academy, Islington. Nice. And uh, yeah, dude, I I loved it there, man. That's all my family's like from there. 
okay. and from like Scotland and stuff. So it was cool to go there. Kind of felt like the right place to be, you know. Did you get up to Scotland at all? Yeah, we, we went to Glasgow and we drove through all those crazy mountains and stuff. It's it pretty amazing, crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're making me homesick, dude. I, yeah, I mean, I don't even live there, and I miss it like more than <laughs> Canada. So, um, where are you from in Canada? I live in Ontario, like pretty close to Toronto. So where we? So you? Were, that was your home show the other yeah, day. Yeah, I live. It's it's called Lindsay, Ontario. It's, it's a very small town, so I just say Toronto. But yeah, man, that was, was all my homies were there, and it was cool because I got to do the epitaph announcement on the journey stage. Oh, that's it was great. Like, it was awesome. Oh wait, on the journey stage? Yeah, they moved me up for that show, which was like because so because of the signing, or just because you're killing it? I I think well, I mean, we put in a request for that just because it was my hometown show, but we also told Kevin that I was announcing epitaph that day, so I think he just kind of was a bro about it and just like you know let me do it and it was cool because I was nervous because you know like I didn't I, I was hoping I would fill up the, the space and people would come and they did so it was good man because I know he went out of his way to do that so, so you're just out here with an acoustic guitar right yeah that's oh it. man that's I couldn't do that yeah man well, it's pretty nerve wracking man that's all I've ever known man you know and yeah I feel like this tour more than any has taught me like how to maximize you know how to be the best I can at just performing with just a guitar because like you can only do so much but I think a lot of it's just about like making it fun for everybody you know and I feel like I'm learning how to do that a lot more so do you run through any effects pedals or? no no I mean I'm gonna I'm going to like when I get home pick up some gear just yeah. so I can dial in my own reverb and stuff like that but no the sound girl I cannot remember her name at the 10 but she's she's awesome she's oh amazing. the little she's, girl yeah she's she's <laughs> awesome man yeah, yeah. um and I feel like sometimes she thinks I hate her because like I'm always like looking at her and like I don't know if she knows, but she's awesome, dude. And dude, this, so. I don't think um, you know part one of the parts of this of this podcast is to give fans like because everyone kind of sees you know they come here and they see their favorite bands play, but I don't think that people see like the the 23 hours around the show exactly and, and the amount of work that the bands and like particularly the stage crew put in. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. I, like every day I get here and I'm like, okay, it's well, we get up at seven in, in the morning and we go find that spot, you know, near the stage. But the st the stage is set up every day. It's already done, yeah, dude. You know, it's insane, man. It blows my mind that like they're able to set everything up and tear it down like in the time that they have. You yeah. know, it's and they, and they get to the venue before you the next day. Yeah, dude, it's insane. I don't know how they do it, but yeah. it's incredible. So anyway, well, hey, well, so thanks to the stage crew. Yeah, thank you guys for making it happen. All right, well, Braden, say we can fly. Thank you, man. Thank you for doing this. And uh, congratulations on the signing. Thank you, dude. All right, man. Wicked. Cool. Fuck yeah. Take it easy, dude. Thanks, man. That was sweet. No worries, dude. What a sweetheart. I've got a bit of a crush on him. Like a bromance. You know, like a platonic crush. Like, uh, you know, like I would... Uh, I, I'd, You know, we could go to uh, some kind of sporting event together and then go home and, you know, we'd share a bed and it wouldn't be... Uh, sexy, but I'd be comfortable sharing a bed with him. He seems like the kind of guy that you could share a bed with in a platonic sense. Um, maybe I do fancy him a little bit. Who knows? Who knows? So that's it for the show this week. Um, so that's it. That's episode five. Can you believe that there's been five episodes of this podcast now? I think there's only like two or three left now. Who, I don't know. I've lost count. I've lost track. I'm losing my mind. I slept two hours last night. I kind of feel like my brain's going to explode at any point soon. Uh, that's it. Episode 5 of the Vans Water Podcast. I, I didn't get a chance to do the letters this week because uh, the Wi-Fi here sucks. So I've been able to call Tim. So I'll either double up next week 
or uh, I'll do like an extra episode where I where we just do the, the answer your, your problem letters. If you do have any problems, write in uh, ebp at excitableboypodcast.co.uk. And uh, thanks a lot. Um, thanks to everyone that's been coming out to watch the Kenneths. And um, thanks to everyone that's been making it so easy on the tour for us, all the bands that we've become really good friends with and the amazing stage crew and the production and the catering and everyone's just so bloody nice. Um, thank you. Uh, I'd also like to thank the American sun, as in the actual sun in the sky, because I've been wearing a vest for the entire tour and I have the most ridiculous tan line in the world like half of me has gone like four shades blacker and the other half is just a weird like light pale brown and when I take my top off it looks like I'm still wearing a vest but it's a vest made of skin it's disgusting uh take it easy I'll see you next week for more nothing bye